On today's Home for Real Estate Podcast, we are talking about what you need to know about Zillow. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. I'm Peter Joring. And I'm Chris Van Bell. And we today are talking about Zillow. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so uh, Zillow, of course, is not a super popular topic here with real estate agents, but nope. it's very popular with consumers. And so we wanted to address it and kind of tell you what things that we necessarily do not like, some of the good things about it. Uh, and just some of the things that you kind of need to watch out for. Uh, so let's start with the good, because no sense jumping right into the bad, right? Well, a lot of things with Zillow, it's ease of use and brand recognition. Yeah. That's and the that's, two biggest things right off the bat. Oh, yeah. And, and I'll tell you this. There definitely is an element of ease of use. Uh, the A lot of, especially real estate companies, including our own Cobalt Banker, I don't think have done a great job with the user-friendliness of their apps. Now, that being said... Um, our MLSs, our realtor boards that, that run these have done a fantastic job, especially within the last year or so. And I think that people aren't, aren't necessarily aware. There's an an app that we use called HomeSnap, which is fantastic. It allows you to see, uh, sales with a great degree of accuracy, uh, pending properties, which you can't see on Zillow. Um, it also allows you to drive by a house. If you see a house, even if it doesn't, you know, maybe it's got a sign up, but you can't find it on Zillow or you can't find the address. Right. You can snap a picture of the house, geotag it, boom, uh, you are all set. And it'll actually bring up the listing. Yeah, that, that's something really cool. I, I know we're talking mainly about Zillow, but HomeSnap, it offers so much mm-hmm. for all of our clients, buyers or sellers. It also offers it also offers two other features. Number one, individual schools and their immediate link out to the ratings and grade schools, which is right, really nice. That's one of the <clears> things we can't really talk about or suggest too much um, at all. The... The other thing it has is lot lines, and it's got satellite lot lines, and then also, depending on the data that's available, mm-hmm. uh, you can actually have this, I wish it worked better in rural properties, but a lot of times the internet isn't good enough. <laughs> that's the big issue. Um, to have what's called augmented reality property lines. Really, really cool. It will literally, you put yourself in a spot on satellite on the property line, you pull up the, your, it's runs through your phone's camera, and it will actually draw out on your camera. Uh, you know, so you can see in real real time where the lot line is. Very yeah, well, how many clients say, hey, I want to walk the lot lines. It makes it so much easier. Very cool. If you have the internet available. But this is not something that most people know. It's, I don't think it's something most agents know about, let alone most consumers. It's They've you know not really necessarily done uh, maybe quite the job advertising, but it's a great app. I send the invite to all my clients. Right. So the... Uh, that is the good thing, though, about Zillow is it does have, and it does have a lot of things all in one place. Uh, it's got for sale by owners. It's got, you know, what they say, foreclosures. It's got, you know. foreclosures Yeah. So now that <laughs> leads us into some of the things. I'm not going to say the bad. I'm going to say some of the things that frustrate us as agents because this is the biggest thing to know about Zillow is. Remember when you weren't allowed to use Wikipedia as a source when you were writing right. papers? Yep. There's a reason for that. And it's not because it was on the Internet. That was the big thing. It's because Wikipedia is an open source format so it's editable anyone can go on wikipedia and which is one of the reasons wikipedia exists because you couldn't pay all these editors to do it right um and you can edit any any of the articles so zillow is the same way anyone can post a listing on zillow and anyone can then remove their own listing from zillow so this does come to be a problem if you have especially agents that aren't using the feed so zillow takes what's called uh, you know, a the MLS feeds out. Um, it's a syndication feed. Right. Every 15 minutes it goes out. 
Zillow picks up that data along with all the other sites, you know, uh, Realtor.com, Trulia, Homes.com, you know, whatever. Everything. Um, but if an individual, so let's say it's MLS number one, two, three, and it's picking up and it's, you know, three, two, one happy lane. Well, if that agent wants to create their own listing on, you know, Zillow, they want to have complete control over it. Now you have two, three, two, one happy lanes. Yep. So when that property goes pending, maybe that agent doesn't take it off Zillow. That stays up as an active listing. It leads to some confusion. Always. And, and that's one of the biggest things. Like we have clients maybe out of state coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they think we're not trying to send them all, all the properties in the MLS yet because we don't have the trust of face-to-face meeting yet. Mm-hmm. So that they really think that, you know, oh, I'll just find it on Zillow and they send it to us and we find out they were sold a month ago, mm-hmm. two months ago. They're pending, expired, uh, who knows? Right, and that's one of the things, you know, I always try and let my clients know that that, that, that can happen. Um, the uh, the other thing, this, this causes a real problem with foreclosure because Zillow's foreclosures, a lot of times they, they will be listed by the bank or by somebody as a pre-foreclosure or foreclosure, but then they don't have an MLS number. So when the that property does, if it does go on, on open market, now it has an MLS number, it's its own separate listing. It can go up on Zillow, sell, and come off without that other pre-foreclosure listing that you noticed being ever being taken off. Well, they are a content-driven site. Mm-hmm. And that's where we run into people looking at Zillow and still having something active that's been closed for three months. Yeah, I mean, you can, a, a good hint is if you go on and you see a foreclosure and it says it's been on for 1,700 days, it, it hasn't been. No, no, there's no foreclosure in this market that's been on for 1,700 days. That's five, six years. Right. There's there's no there's no foreclosure that's priced right in this market that's been on Zillow for 170 days. No, not really. Uh, so there's you know there's with today's hot market those even those foreclosures if they're priced right are being snapped up. So that's just something to look at. Scroll down, look at the number of days on Zillow, and, and it's a nice little indicator. Um, the other thing is check it against another source. So Zillow, unless it's a the only thing that I'm going to deviate with this on is for sale by owner. There are some times that for sale by owners, they might just be on Zillow. They might not be on Realtor.com or Trulia or anything like that. Or but F- FSBO.com. Yeah, they might not even be on FSBO.com. Uh, so with the exception of those, a good way to see if it's an actual listing, cross-check it. You know, a lot Always. of people have multiple apps. You know, if it's something that looks fishy, you know, pop on it to uh, Realtor.com or to Homes.com or whatever else and, and kind of cross-check. Or shoot, it's one of us. Yeah. We'll run it in MLS. <clears throat> So that's a nice kind of way to, to protect yourself on Zillow. Now let's talk about the other thing that we, we absolutely love about Zillow, and that is the estimate. Oh, good gravy. Woo! Yeah. You know, there's a little disclaimer. And just so that I am not uh, being you know too, uh, too harsh on Zillow here, I'm actually going to Are we going to say this. it's gotten better over the last five no, years? No, no, it's not gotten better over the last five <laughs> years. It's... it's it's the same, but it's no, same I'm going to take their, this disclaimer. Uh, the uh, I, And I'm going to take it directly from Zillow's site because I do not want anybody to say, oh, no, you just made that up. I did not. The Zestimate is, I believe, and I'm looking it up right now, but I believe it's like 11%. I'm just going to tell you right from the site. Okay, and I'm going to have to correct myself now because I just actually pulled this up on Zillow. There used to be a disclaimer that said the Zestimate. Now it just says... It's Zillow's estimate, uh, which may produce a different estimate depending on available data. 
but the there used to be a disclaimer saying that Zillow's it, it's like uh, could be off by up to eleven or thirteen percent or something like that. That's a pretty big percentage. That's ridiculous. So on a you know on a two hundred thousand dollar house, okay, so they could be off by twenty five thousand. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, twenty five thousand dollars. That's a pretty nice chunk of change. Uh, so the Zestimate does not take into account condition of the home, doesn't take into account lot features, doesn't take into account view, doesn't take into account, um, uh, you know, it does, it, it's basically an amalgamation of, of square footage, beds, baths, and in school district. And that's it. But it doesn't take some of the major things into consideration, mm-hmm. like, oh, colonial versus ranch. I've seen that. It, um, uh, I, I forgot it where. might now it might at least take some of that into consideration, but yeah, it I certainly so. doesn't take the intangibles into consideration. But even a ranch, you know, it, it doesn't take also into into consideration how quickly properties are are actually selling too. So the, you know the desirability of a property. Um, well, back when we had the foreclosure time, when there were a lot of foreclosures and short sales, they were just all getting lumped up in there too, and that was right. really yeah. And then the it's data. a it's a that that'd be a real problem. But the, the the big thing to, to look at it is say, hey, you've got to look at it houses individually. You can't just put a bulk price on, on houses that have, you know, different features. Well, that's why we do it the way we do when mm-hmm. we're looking for the value of a home. Yeah. And, and that's, there's, in my opinion, there's certainly no excuse for pictures, but there's there's really no no uh, substitute for, for walking a property and seeing, because there's things that I'm going to see when I walk the property that I'll never see in pictures. You know, we see significantly more out of the pictures than your average buyer does just because we see hundreds of homes every day. Um, but you know, there's no excuse for actually getting on walking the property. So, uh, those are a couple of kind of tips for, you know, how do you, you know, what to be looking for on Zillow, a couple of extra facts. Again, it's a great resource for certain things, you know, and it's maybe not so much of a great resource for other things. Um, but yeah, certainly if you, even if you're just kind of one of those people that casually looks, shoot us up, we will, uh, I'm sorry, hit us up. We'll shoot you a, a, a <laughs> don't shoot us up. Yeah. Uh, a link to, to download HomeSnap. It's awesome. Uh, or any of the other apps that we use. Cool. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, iTunes. It's SoundCloud. SoundCloud. It's the Homes Real Estate Podcast. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Take care.